One problem facing people at many levels of business is how to make time for a work life and a personal life. Do you find that one seems to keep getting in the way of the other? This is the Work-Life Balance with Rick Morris. Even if you're not involved in the business world, you'll have a lot to gain by tuning in to today's show. Now, here is your host, Rick Morris. And welcome to a Good Friday edition of the Work-Life Balance. So excited to have everybody along with us. Um, I know, you know, almost the whole world is quarantined. So what better way to spend time than hang out with us in the Work-Life Balance and uh, here's some some great guests, and, and we have a doozy for you this week. I'm really, really excited to talk to this gentleman. He's an internationally acclaimed and award-winning network marketer, author, podcaster, speaker, kind of kind of the same dude in, in my world, kind of do a little bit of everything, right? Uh, but he is a go-to specialist when it comes to converting traffic, establishing connections, creating residual income using leak, linked leads generation, and building personal brands. He is fully immersing himself in learning linked leads, generation, social media strategies, and he quickly has gained traction as a leader in generating big results for other network marketers, online business owners, and business coaches. He's passionate about helping fellow entrepreneurs achieve success while building their own network organically and without complicated and costly marketing tactics. And, and for most of our guests, we're, we're talking right to you. You've got tons of entrepreneurs, tons of marketing people, tons of coaches, tons of small business owners. So I couldn't think of a better guest to bring on this Good Friday than Scott Aaron. Scott, how you doing, sir? Rick, doing fantastic. Uh, happy Good Friday to you as well. And just an honor and a pleasure to be here today. Well, so you do a podcast as well. And so I think one of the things that, that you can relate to me is like, I'd love finding somebody who's going to teach me just as much as the audience, right? I mean, yeah. that, it, we have this opportunity to, and I love your, your lead in about creating human connection and doing through this podcast and through the radio show that I've been doing forever now, um, I've, I've made more friends and more connections and more people to, to be able to impact. So I thank you for taking the time, even on a, a holiday for most people to, to come hang. But, you know, as small business owners, we really don't have holidays. There's, just, there's really just no such thing as, as, as holidays for us. But um, that's because from a work-life balance perspective, when you do what you love, there's really not a blurred line there. Is that fair to say? Yeah, there's, I don't feel what I do as a job. Um, it's not a have to, it's a, it's a get to. I, I get oh, I to I get to do what I do every single day. Uh, I I want to get up every single day and go do it. It's it's I don't have to do anything, and uh, I I think that's the, the the big thing right now. And I think you touched on this. The the entire world is is quarantined right now, and I do focus on human connection. And there's a whole backstory to that. But the two things, and I spoke about this earlier today on a, a face a LinkedIn video that I did, is that you know, the, the world is craving two things right now. They're craving connection and they're craving community now more than ever. And you can see what's happening. Uh, you know, I, I celebrate Passover. So we did an online Seder and I know a lot of my Catholic friends are going to be doing uh, Easter dinner through Zoom with their families. So we're bobbing and weaving through this, through this, but you can see now that we can't connect with each other. You know, we, we've been so socially distracted with social media, but now we realize how important human connection really is and how being part of something is even more impactful and empowering than ever. Yeah, I think we we see two big metrics come out of this, right? One is the divorce rate's going to go way up. And then on the flip side, much stronger families. You know, I've, I've talked a lot. First of all, the half and get to, I do that from stage. You know, I have to go to a meeting or do you get to go to a meeting? You know, I have to go to my job or do you get the opportunity, right? And I think a lot of people are, are hitting, you know, becoming face to face with a lot of those realities right now yeah. um, as, as kind of our whole world has changed in that scenario. Um, but uh let, let's get into, let, let's, we'll, we'll leave some of the banter and stuff because I really kind of want to get into when you say the power of human connection, that there was a backstory there. What is that backstory? Why is that, that power of human connection so important to you? Yeah. So, you know, I, I've always been a social person. You know, growing up as a kid, I, you know, I played a lot of sports and was an athlete. So I, I was always used to being in the, the team environment and love being around people. You know, my, my group of friends, I, I still talk to, you know, my seven closest friends since kindergarten. We still get together every few months. But a lot of that came to a head when I was 18 and a half going on 19. I'm a fourth generation entrepreneur. 
So I always tell people that I've been psychologically unemployable since day one. I've, sure. I've uh, never had a boss. I've, I've only ever worked for myself. And, and that's, it's, it's a blessing because I've learned how to create some amazing things in my life. So my father, when he was leaving one of the businesses that he owned and, and partnered with someone else to work for them, uh, that was a little bit strange. But to make a long story short, he fell into a bad deal. Uh, it, he ended up getting caught in the middle of uh, an insurance fraud case that was valued at around $9.5 million that landed my father in federal prison for two and a half years. And he was the backbone, not only of, of our family, but he was the backbone of, of the business. And knowing that his fate was in front of him, he actually, six months prior to going away, he bought a failing gym in downtown Philadelphia. And unbeknownst to me, that gym was going to be turned over to me as a sophomore in college at Temple University. And that was kind of my introduction into entrepreneurship. So I was kind of thrown to the wolf, so to speak, but also I had to learn how to lead. I had to learn how to run a business. I had to learn how to manage people and, and guide people through the responsibilities. But in being in the gym business and then becoming a sports nutritionist and personal trainer, I fell in love with people. And you know, we were the cheers of gyms. We, we knew everybody by first name. We had gym parties. And, and I, I understood the power of, of connection. And through my 18 years of, of owning three gyms and personal training more than 65,000 hours, I, I learned that I had a gift at solving people's problems. People would come to me, I, I want to lose weight. I want to gain muscle. I want to focus on this. And I would form that trust and that rapport with them and that relationship with them where the wall of resistance would come down. They would fully immerse themselves in, in myself and my teachings, and therefore they would achieve their goals. And I realized that no matter what's going on with the advent of social media or technology, the number one business building tool for any business that requires people for it to grow is human connection. And Again, it, it took me a while to come to realize all of this because I was then introduced to network marketing in 2013, where I then took my business from you know, offline to online and grew a whole other separate business, but then wrapped back around in 2015, 2016 to understanding that I was missing an integral part of growing that business, which was human connection, because a lot of people use Facebook and Instagram. They post and pray. They scroll and troll. And they hope people reach out to them. And I'm a connector. That's what I love doing. I love creating connection and found that LinkedIn was the best avenue for me. And it literally took my business to places that I never thought it could ever go. And in the interim, I ended up creating a system and a program that I was now able and I continue to teach others how to achieve the same thing. Yeah, it's interesting, some of our parallels. Uh, so my father was uh, diagnosed with cancer on my 18th birthday and was gone before I was 19. And so having that kind of father figure, and hopefully, you know, you, he's back and he's out and things are good. Um, you know, I lost that 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 total connection and, and almost have searched for that ever since. Yeah. Right? It, like um, you, any of the issues or things that I've had growing up or, or, or um, as an adult now, I can almost ferret it back to, to not having pops around. Um, but I mean, that can lead to some really good personal accomplishments as well. It's, it's a, a way to believe in yourself and kind of be on your own to, to find out what you're worth. Did, did you feel that the same way? Well, you know, I learned two things to be resilient and to overcome obstacles because, you know, life is not a straight line. There's ups and downs. And, uh, you know, my father and I have repaired our relationship, but th there was so much, you know, there were two gyms that, we sold for a million dollars and in 2003, we opened up a third location in 2004. I had to finance the entire thing myself because my parents had no credit. I ended up being $1.5 million in liability debt three years later. Him and I ended up having a falling out in 2014. We didn't talk for nearly two years. I had to file for personal bankruptcy just to get out of the situation that I was in. So there was a lot of ups and downs, but you, you have to flow through life like water. And what I find that a lot of people do is when they're, when they're facing adversity or they're facing a challenge, they go into fight or flight where they 
they build a dam and they just get stuck in that little area of their life and they never end up progressing through it. And I, I realized that, you know, we get kinks in our hoses all the time. And I had to literally work through all that. And, and I did. And, you know, we reformed our relationship. We're back to father and son. But I think what the audience and the listeners need to understand is that there are so many lessons to be learned in life. There are so many wonderful things to take away from the darkest moments because all it does is teach you how to succeed. A, a quote that I always live by is your failures always open the doors to your successes. And that's so true. The, the faster you fail, the faster you succeed. And I think when people can come to that as a core foundation, there is nothing that's going to happen to you in life that you're not going to be able to get through. Yeah. One of my mentors is uh, Dr. Robert Rome. And uh, when you were talking about kind of being in that dam and in that circle, he says, life is just going to keep giving you the same test over and over until you pass it. And then once you pass it, it's a new test. There's never clean sailing, but it, you get a pass or fail. And until you can learn to deal with that issue, life's just going to keep throwing it right at you. So if it's failed relationships, failed businesses, bad with money, whatever those things are, it's just going to keep hitting you right in the face until you figure a way out of it. I th that, was, that was really big advice for me. We're going to hang out with Scott all day here on this on the show. We can't wait to uh, get into it a little bit more. I, I definitely want to get into the system. I know a lot of our coaches and entrepreneurs want to hear how you built some of that stuff on LinkedIn. Uh, and we'll do that right after the break here. You're listening to Rick Morris on the Work-Life Balance. Are you frustrated with the overall productivity of your project management processes? Do you lack consistency in project delivery? R-Squared Consulting provides end-to-end -end services to assist companies of all sizes in realizing and improving the value of project management. Whether you want to build a project management office, train project managers, or learn how to bring the oversight and governance to your project processes, R-Squared has tailored best practices to help you in all areas of project management. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com. Are you getting the most out of your project management software? In many cases, it is not the software that is failing, but the implementation, limitations, or processes surrounding the use of that software. R-Squared can analyze your current use and help improve your return on investment. R-Squared can also suggest the best software for your organization and goals and assist in the selection, implementation, and training. Allow R-Squared to ensure that you are getting the value of your investment. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com today. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now back to the Work-Life Balance. And we're back to the Work-Life Balance on this Friday afternoon talking with Scott Aaron. Scott is an entrepreneur himself, a uh, fellow podcaster. We actually, you were just mentioned that we met... Uh, uh, I, I got a LinkedIn, speaking of LinkedIn, I got a LinkedIn from, from a gentleman says, hey, there's this new site, go check it out. And I'm, I'm one for new technology, I love to do that. And uh, turned out to, we were just talking about it, turned out to be gold. From there, I think I've gotten probably 10 or 12 guests, been on three or four different podcasts. Um, really cool little tool, but let's get into LinkedIn, right? Because I think a lot of people tread water on that. I think that they get really, really, really busy. They do a lot of really, you know, good stuff, but it's not really getting results. What are some of your one or two key, without giving away your program, by the way, <laughs> one or two really cool, uh, if, if I, if I encroach on that, you just smack my hand. No, come back, I'm, I'm a, I'm always an open book. You can ask I am whatever too. you want. I am too. I just, I wanted to put, put that out there for protection in the first place, but yeah, give us a couple of, uh, of key tips or what people may be doing wrong on LinkedIn. Well, before I get into what people are doing wrong, let me, let me go what they can do right. And, and, you know, some of the best businesses are created at, at, at what it seems like by accident, but really on purpose. So going back to what I said earlier, I was feeling this need 
for human connection. And I was being pulled away from that with Facebook and Instagram. And in, in the business that I was growing, my network marketing business, which is a form of coaching and consulting and team building, one of my first mentors, Susan Sly, said to me, she said, you know, you got to look in the mirror and you got to ask yourself, how are you going to connect with yourself today? And it was like one of those big light bulb moments. I'm like, oh my God, that's it. I'm not, I'm not just looking for consumers and customers. I'm looking for other business-minded people just like me, other entrepreneurs, other, other online business coaches, other nutritionists, gym owners, personal trainers. And, and I was at a conference and the gentleman that was speaking called all these top leaders up on stage and he said, you know, go, go to this whiteboard and write down the amount of conversations you've had to have to get to where you are. And the smallest number I saw was 7,000 conversations. And I said to myself, well, if I'm going to focus on my warm market, Facebook and Instagram, I am in deep trouble. And then I remember I had this LinkedIn profile, hadn't touched it in years, got on there, changed some things around profile. And then I started searching and connecting for other trainers like me and messaging them. And they started responding back and I started setting up calls and 10 calls a week, 20 calls a week, 40 calls a week. And then my business started to grow. I reached out to a friend of mine. I said, Joey, I think I have something here. And I, I reached out to him and I said, listen, go on LinkedIn, do A, B, and C of what I knew at the time and let me know what happens. Two weeks later, he reaches out to me and he says, call me. So I did. And I said, what's up? And he goes, listen, whatever you discovered, whatever you're doing, it works. He goes, I have 14 appointments booked this week. He goes, you should be teaching this. And at that, at that very same moment, two things happened. Number one, I was on a live podcast. It was a live dial call. And I was going over all the statistics of LinkedIn. And for, for people that need to, you guys need to know this. There's three things that you need to know about social media when you're looking to market for customers, client acquisition, B2B, B2C, or what I call H to H, human to human. And it's the average age, the income, and the size of the network that you can grow. Facebook and Instagram are the same, 18 to 29 years old, $30,000 a year or less income, and you're only allowed 5,000 friends on Facebook. And Instagram has the highest rate of fake accounts to real accounts on all social media. Then you look at LinkedIn, average age is 30 to 55. Average income is 75 to $100,000 a year, and you're allowed 30,000 connections. And when I looked at these numbers, it just made sense. So I get off this call and I have eight inboxes on Facebook of people wanting to hire me. For what I didn't know, but as I opened all of the, the inboxes, it was like, can you teach me LinkedIn? Can you teach me LinkedIn? And basically that was the birth of it. And I created a video program and that's basically turned into a full-time coaching practice. But the second thing that happened, I was reading this book by Andrea Waltz and Richard Fenton, and it's called Go For No. It's yeah. the number one sales book written. Andrea has become a good friend of mine over the last couple of years. She was on my podcast. And it teaches you about your failure quotient. The more that you fail, the more that you succeed. People are going for yes when you have to go for the word no. The people that hear the word no the most are also going to win because you're eventually going to hear the word yes the most. So most people were doing it backwards. I just want to hear yes. I just want to hear yes. No, you want to hear no, because if you're going for the yeses, you're going to stop as soon as you get one. But if you go for no and you set a goal of 20 no's per week and it's Wednesday and you have only been heard, hear, heard no 10 times, you still have 10 more no's to get to. Yeah. So I, I basically then branched in. I'm like, this is it. The reason why every entrepreneur, whether you're a business coach, whether you're a consultant, whether you're in sales, the only reason why you're not achieving the income goals that, you're, that you want to achieve is one thing. You're not talking to enough people. So when I got into all of this, I started to realize that there were a lot of people using the platform wrong, back to your original question. And the number one thing that people are doing wrong on LinkedIn right now is they are selling and pitching. Now, I got that same email from that guy about matchmaker.fm. And I'll be honest with you, I was hesitant to opening it because I was I, too. I've gotten drunk logs like that before. And I, I, I wasn't really sure if, if that was going to be right for me. 
Yeah, and, and 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 I would say I get probably 25, 30 of those a day. Of those, I may look at one a week, every two. I don't know why I clicked on that one either. And so I click on it and I'm like, hey, check out this app. It's it's for podcasters to connect and and the way I describe it to people, Rick, is it's the um it's like Tinder for podcasters. It's right. just a way for us. And so I, I I clicked on it and I'm like, oh my God. But People are selling and pitching. And the, the gentleman that created this was not selling or pitching. He was literally just saying, check this out. But that's the people that, that, that do things wrong. They, they write these 17-paragraph drunkalogue messages of, hey, this is what I do. Come by this. Do this. Schedule a call. Watch this video. And all that's doing is pushing people away from you instead of doing what you want actually to happen on LinkedIn, which is bringing people closer to you to bring that community and that connection of what you're looking to achieve. And so uh, there's a lot that, first of all, uh, I, I grew up, uh, I, I know the exact book that you're talking about. I've read the book. I also came up through Sandler sales, which I, I love the Sandler sales models is, you know, I don't even know if I can help you. <laughs> I mean, like it's, 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 you kind of make them sell you, which is brilliant. I've loved it. Uh, but I there's so many echoes of, of my last two weeks in hearing you talk that you and I just got to hang out more. That's, that's yeah. what I'm, I'm coming to, but <laughs> cause I just told a client and a dear friend of mine, you got to get a hundred no's. Like stop worrying about the yes. Tell me, I want you to start logging every no that you get until you get a hundred no's mm -hmm. and then we'll know we, we've got a pitch or not, but it's the same, it, the same mentality and it, it definitely works. And most people go, wow, how do you, how do you handle objections so well? And how can you come up with words? It's cause I've heard them all. Like I didn't the first time they, they, I was stuck. And then I learned, okay, what am I going to do to overcome that objection? And my next sales pitch, I had something to say to overcome the objection. When you learn to not take people's objection personally. There you go. It never, and that's the thing. Like, I'm sorry for the person that's listening to this. You're not that important where it's, it's to personally offend you the person's either interested or they're not. It's got nothing to do with you. It's right. literally got everything to do with them. But as human beings, we want to be, we want to be liked more than we want to be respected. So you want everyone to like you and, and want to buy from you. And if someone says, no, you're like, man, I suck at this. Why am I doing this job? And listen, uh, something that T. Harv Eker says, he says, every master was once a disaster. So, yeah. In, in the beginning, your failure quotient is going to be really, really big. But just like the gym, you got to get in your repetitions. So you don't go to the gym I once and look like reps, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You, you, you have I to. I do. They can't see me on camera, but yeah. I do. No. <laughs> you, can, you have to make it a daily practice. So, you know, you, you get a no. Okay. I, I, I actually, when someone says no to me, I actually thank them. But yeah. here's the thing, Rick, here's what I, things have gone, I've been in sales for 23 years and I don't even say sales. I've been in human connection for, for 23 years. People never say no to me. It's either, you know, I can't afford it. Not right now. Let's follow back up. And I, 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 I let them go. I say, you know what, Rick, here's what we'll do. When the time is right and this fits into what you're looking to do, you have my contact info. You get in touch with me. I am always available. And you let them go. So many people, everyone hangs on to these people. And whether you know it or not, people can smell desperation from a mile oh, away. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. If, if you are desperate for that sale, they're, it's going to push them away further. So you let people go with grace. You keep the door of opportunity open. Because don't forget, if someone's not ready right away, they will always remember how you left them. Amen. And if you left them better, you left the door open, they're always going to come back in at some point. Amen. Yeah. I've gotten, I've gotten calls five, six, seven years later and say, Hey, we're ready to, we're ready to go down this path, but you're, you're absolutely right. And that it's, it's interesting. First of all, I was making a joke of the Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think you and I literally could pose <laughs> for before and after pictures and just sell a ton of supplements. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'll, I'll, and it, for those of you that are wondering, I'm the before picture. So we're just going to throw that out. Um, but <laughs> I'm the perfect model of what, you know, 
beer and carbs can do to a body. But any, anyway, I, I, I find that really inspiring, though, in the, in the sense that it is how, first of all, people, I, I call it happy ears. They, they only hear what they want to hear. Oh, they said they were going to be available in two weeks. They said, no, we'll follow up in two weeks. That's kind of blowing you off. And you need to be, go ahead and cut that out and be good with it. But um, I've noticed in my career when, when I am desperate for that sale, when things haven't gone well, I've had a bad quarter or whatever, I can't get anything to close. And when I've got too many projects going on, I can't stop the business from coming. And, and there is a mentality there that just says, if you go in not caring, and of course you care. Right. But that persona is like, I don't care if I get this business or not. People beg you to come deliver services for them. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. I'll, I'll share a story with you. And then, um, you know, when, when we come back, I, I want to get into the, the layer cake of, of LinkedIn, which I always talk about with people. Perfect. I, I was talking to a, a woman actually today and, and we had a follow up call and she's, you know, looking to do some consulting and coaching with me. And, and she set up a follow up call. And whenever someone typically sets up a follow up call with me, they're ready to go. You know, no, no, very rarely does someone get back on the phone with me and then say, no, they're, they're not going to set up a follow-up call. And she did. And I got on the phone and I said, okay. I said, what would you like our next step to be? And she goes, well, I'm waiting for this to happen by the end of this month. And that will determine what I'm going to do. And I said, okay. And I said, what if that doesn't happen? And she goes, well, I'm not going to dip into my savings in a time where money is not coming in. And I said, well, can I play devil's advocate? And she said, sure. I said, wouldn't now seem the best time to go all in to create new clientele and sales so you don't have to ever dip into anything? And she goes, yeah, but, you know, it would be really nice not to. And, and then so now I'm, I'm, I'm always prying. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to peel back some layers of the onion. So now... I know by asking those specific questions, she's created a dam around this sale that she's hoping to get by the end. And that's, that's where her focus is. So no matter what I'm saying, it's not going to deter her from the decision that she's already pre-made before this call happened. Right. So I said, you know what? I said, here's what we should do. I said, I'm here. You keep focusing on what you're focusing on. And when the time is right for you to jump in with me, you give me a call, you shoot me a text, and I'll let you know what we need to do. And she goes, thank you so much. I said, have a happy Easter. And that was the end of it. So again, the old me could have pushed a little bit harder for that, but I didn't want to. So I felt her resistance. I wasn't going to push any more to it. And I let her go gently. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, tactics, we're going to go very, but Calendly, and I, I did it with you, but I, I get people all the time, hey, I want to talk, I want to connect. Perfect. Here's real-time access to my calendar but they have to click the button to schedule the call. I'm not going to push. I'm not going to put, right? I'm here. I'm available. Whenever you need me, let's go. But you need to make that first step so I know that you're committed. We're going to continue talking about tips like this, and we're going to get into what he describes as the layer cake of LinkedIn. We're going to do that right after the break. You're listening to Rick Morris and the Work-Life Balance. Are you frustrated with the overall productivity of your project management processes? Do you lack consistency in project delivery? R-Squared Consulting provides end-to-end -end services to assist companies of all sizes in realizing and improving the value of project management. Whether you want to build a project management office, train project managers, or learn how to bring the oversight and governance to your project processes, R-Squared has tailored best practices to help you in all areas of project management. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com. Are you getting the most out of your project management software? In many cases, it is not the software that is failing, but the implementation, limitations, or processes surrounding the use of that software. R-Squared can analyze your current use and help improve your return on investment. R-Squared can also suggest the best software for your organization and goals and assist in the selection, implementation, and training. Allow R-Squared to ensure that you are getting the value of your investment. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now back to the Work-Life Balance. And we're back to the work-life balance on this Friday afternoon, talking with Scott Aaron. Uh, basically, I mean, you're the creator of LinkedLeadsGeneration.com, correct? That's yeah, yeah. So, and, it, and for some reason, I, I generally do not get tongue-tied, but linked leads yeah. that that takes a little practice. I'm just going to throw that down. Yeah, you know, I, I did it for copyright purposes, but also um, I didn't want to do any infringement things. I didn't want to use LinkedIn's name. Sure. So, you know, had to just be careful of that. But yeah, linked leads generation, it's, it's a little bit tongue time. But um, yeah, I, I focus on on helping people build their brand and, and create more visibility and, and create, obviously, the, the building block to any successful business, which is other people in the form of leads to uh, to take it to new heights. So let's get into the layer cake then. Let's let let's dive in. What's layer one? So the the way that I describe this is almost like a wedding cake, where you have the the big tier, and then you have a smaller, and then you have the you know the peak at the top. So the the base of what you need to focus on on LinkedIn is your profile, and and again this is this is where you're introducing yourself to someone. When Microsoft bought LinkedIn out nearly four and a half years ago, they embedded search engine optimization, and for people that don't know what that is, it's short for SEO, and this makes you more visible uh, on the platform. So just like a restaurant that wants to come up when someone is searching sushi near me, if they have the right keywords on their website, they will appear first. So Microsoft ingeniously basically said, you know what, we're gonna make a lot of keywords on the profiles on LinkedIn so people can come more visible. That's why they give you that stat bar on your profile how many searches you've appeared in, how many people have viewed your post, and how many people visited your profile. If those numbers are high, you're and doing what's a- high? What's high, I would say, is searches um, anywhere between 800 to 1,000. Um, and then obviously on the far right, you'll see how many people have viewed your profile, and anything between 500 to 800 is a really good marker as well. So we're getting there. I'm at like, I'm at 419 right now. That's good. So, okay. So basically it, people are going onto LinkedIn right now and searching for people. They are searching for coaches. They are searching for help. But if you're not filling out your profile the right way, speaking to the ideal client, and that's the thing you want to develop your profile where it reflects what you do, but how you help other people. So someone that's looking for a business consultant, if you don't have business consultant anywhere on your profile, you're not going to come up in any, any searches. No one's going to go to your profile and you're missing out on picking up new clients. So I actually have a, I have a free download on my website, scottaaron.net. It says free infographic and it, it's six steps to perfecting your profile. Uh, it's a very, very simple download. One, two, three, four, five, six, and it's done. The second layer is defining your avatar, your target market. So what I tell people is, and you know, Rick, let me use you as an example. Who is the ideal client or customer for you? Yeah, it's, that's a great question. Because um, So we're going to go with the PM tribe, the community. So it's going to be any, anybody who's in the project management industry anywhere hmm. uh, in any stage of their career that would like to connect with a community with, with people that uh, provide opportunities to learn. So here's an example. So, you know, I would make sure that project manager, something in that, in that aspect was clustered all over my profile. So I would appear in project manager type searches. Then I would start strategically building my network of people that were involved in the project manager industry. So searching for them, connecting with them, because you want to build, a you get 30,000 connections, which is a lot, but every connection is so vital and so important because you're always one person away from literally hitting that home run. And you want to make sure that all 30,000 connections are useful where you can network, you can connect, you can collaborate, you can create something. It's the science of getting rich. And Wallace D. Waddles said it best. He said, instead of living in a world of competition and comparison, live in a world of creation and collaboration. 
So the second layer is building that network that looks like the mirror image of you and who you want to speak to. The third layer is messaging. And this is where things go awry for most people. And you and I have been a victim of this. We've gotten those drunkalog messages from people. And I'll share a funny story with you. I had a guy send me uh, a note. So when you send a connection, you can add a note. LinkedIn tells you, add a note, you'll have a higher rate of getting acceptances, which is complete BS. There was a third party that came in and they did a study. They sent about a thousand connections with a note and a thousand connections without, and the acceptance rate percentage was just about the same. So don't wow. create any work for yourself. Now, so this guy sends me a note. He said, Scott would love to connect, not trying to sell you anything, just want to connect. So I accepted it. Two days later, what do you think happened? Got a sales pitch. Got a sales pitch, 18 paragraphs long. I removed the connection and that was done. So this is the mistake that people make. You have to earn the right to sell someone. And you earn that right by earning their trust, the relationship and connection first. So if you are going to cold message someone, I have something called the magic formula. It's three steps. Step one, I know it sounds simple, but you just say the person's name. If you're gonna type a message, you say, hey Rick, great to be connected to you. When you acknowledge the person's name, they know that it's coming from a person. Most people are using these automated bots where it just says, hey, glad to be a great connection. Or they're using a software, which is the, is the quickest way to get it in your account blocked now on LinkedIn. The second step of the magic formula is letting the person know why you're connecting with them and establishing the connection between the two of you so they understand why you're reaching out without selling or pitching. So I would say, you know, Rick, it's great to be connected to you. I saw that you also had a podcast and you do some business consulting. Would love to hear more about you and your business. Share more about me and mine to see if there's a way where we can support each other here on LinkedIn. So there's my reason for reaching out. I established a connecting point between the two of us, which on your end, you're gonna be like, that makes sense. We're both coaches. We're both consultants. We both have podcasts. Now I know why Scott's reaching out. Third, you want to finish with a CTA, a call to action. If you do not ask a question, you will not get an answer. You have to ASK to GET. You have to ask in order to get. If I just make a blanket statement and say, you know, Rick, let me know when's good for you to talk. Guess what? Yeah. Yeah, you're never going to let me know because yeah. I've never asked. But if I said, do you have any time this week or next week for a call? You would then respond back. And that's literally the magic formula. So now you've got the right profile. You've actually done the right thing and you're building the right kind of network. And then obviously you're messaging people the right way. That's the third layer. The fourth and final layer, which is the most important, is content. Right now, Content creation on LinkedIn has the highest organic engagement and reach on all of social media. So your job is to produce one piece of content every single day, whether it's post, video, or article, that does two things. Number one, educates your audience, or two, informs your audience. You're always looking to leave your audience better, but here's the mistake that people make, Rick. People end up posting content on LinkedIn that they want to talk about, not what the listener actually wants to hear. So what you need to do is you need to fully immerse yourself in the mind of the connections that you have and say to myself, what do these people want to hear right now? What value added content can I provide them that is going to give them tangible takeaways where I'm building that rapport and trust with them. Because if you've built your profile out the right way, if you started searching and connecting for the right kind of people in the right kind of way, but now you're messaging people the right way, and now you're warmly connecting with them with engaging educational and informative content, it's going to draw people closer to you. You're not going to have the need for engagement pods, you're not going to have to entice people to like, comment, and engage because they're going to relate to your content. And again, it's the long game. You're not looking for shortcuts. You're looking to shorten the learning curve, but you're also looking to directly impact those people 
the quickest and most effective way and in my professional and personal opinion. If someone was to say to me, Scott, what is the best content? If I was to go all in with a certain form of content on LinkedIn, what should I go all in with? I would say video. Video content on LinkedIn right now, not video, LinkedIn Live. Everyone's got to apply for that, so they have a waiting list for that. But creating LinkedIn videos two to three times per week. Because remember, our words are powerful, but our voice takes it to another level. When people can see us and hear us and feel our passion and feel our drive and feel our motivation, again, that's going to bring even more people closer to you. And honestly, that's the layer cake of LinkedIn. And you follow those four steps, it's going to bring you back something. Now, when you say video, just almost like a almost like a Facebook Live in a sense, just you and the camera, 30 seconds of content, drop it down? But I would say between two to four minutes. And you want to, again, educate and inform, give people some tangibles. And then what I always do, if anyone follows me on LinkedIn, I always ask my audience, what was your biggest takeaway from this? Or how did you feel about this? Or what is your advice on this topic? So I'm always looking to hear back from them because again, Rick, when you ask, you shall receive, then I can take their information and I can create content around what they took away because they're already resonating with it. Outstanding. And, and quite frankly, you, you can you can sit down across a day and, and drop 10, 12, 15 videos that you then can schedule out. It, it, that way, I mean, it, it, that's the biggest piece. This doesn't have to be the commitment of, oh, I didn't get it done today. Right? That's the beauty of video. And you can cut it and take out your uhs and ums and all the other little things. So I, I think that's brilliant. And uh, I had somebody tell me that today was showing me some, some stuff that they were doing on video. So it's, it's, it's twirling in my mind as well, but something I certainly haven't, haven't taken advantage of yet, uh, but look to do so. So we're going to take our final break right here. We're going to be right back with uh, Scott Aaron during the break though. You certainly can go to scott go get that uh, infographic that he was talking about and find out a little bit more about him. Maybe even send him a connection request and we'll just see what happens on LinkedIn. See if you learned anything from him on how you send that LinkedIn uh, uh, connection request as well. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Rick Morris and the Work-Life Balance. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you getting the most out of your project management software? In many cases, it is not the software that is failing, but the implementation, limitations, or processes surrounding the use of that software. R-Squared can analyze your current use and help improve your return on investment. R-Squared can also suggest the best software for your organization and goals and assist in the selection, implementation, and training. Allow R-Squared to ensure that you are getting the value of your investment. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com today. Are you frustrated with the overall productivity of your project management processes? Do you lack consistency in project delivery? R-Squared Consulting provides end-to-end -end services to assist companies of all sizes in realizing and improving the value of project management. Whether you want to build a project management office, train project managers, or learn how to bring the oversight and governance to your project processes, R-Squared has tailored best practices to help you in all areas of project management. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com. You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now back to the Work-Life Balance. And we're back to our final segment of the Work-Life Balance. I'm actually uh, already perusing the, the infographic that I just got. Thank you very much, Scott, for offering that to the audience. Uh, again, you can go to Scott Aaron. That's with two A's. It's A-A-R-O-N uh, .net and pick that up. Also find out a little bit more of how to book them. But let, let's play with that video just a little bit longer. What Where is some of the most engaging like that the audience has responded to more than anything that you've seen with video? Well, I, I think it's more about 
how how you approach certain things. Um, it, it's it's one of those things where when when you really find like I did one today on the definition of success, and I basically said you know success is is not seen it, it it's felt because you see all these people weighing success on how many views someone's video has, how many likes and comments they're getting. And that's just BS to me. Success doesn't look like anything. It's just like impact. It's felt. So I I did this three and a half minute video just expressing to people like anything that is done in in genuinely or inauthentically where, and Rick, I'm sure you've seen these posts on LinkedIn where it says, you know, want to grow your network quickly in three steps. Number one, like this post. Number two, comment, I'm open. Number three, send connection requests to everyone that does that. Yeah. That's, that's not networking. Right. Networking is getting someone on the phone. So what I do is I'm a, I'm, I'm a participant in what's going on in the sense that I'm a student of the game. There's nothing that slips by me. So I'm on all three social major platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So I'm always studying. I'm always watching what's going on. And I, and I look at what people are doing. I don't necessarily point out what people are doing wrong. I let them know what they can do better. Sure. Because there's a simple saying that I have, Rick, is that you, you need to be a salmon in a world of fish. If people know what salmon do, they swim upstream unlike a lot of other fish, everyone's going in the current, everyone's going this way. It's just turn around for a second and just try something different. Try a different way because again, at the end of the day, Eric Worre says it best. He says, the scariest place for any entrepreneur to be is when you're looking at your appointment book and calendar and nothing is written down. If what you're doing right now is not producing results, it's not that you're doing anything wrong, you're just not doing enough of the right things. And change nothing and nothing changes. But when you change something, something changes. But here, if you want to up-level your brand, I'm sorry. You're going to have to get over your fear of being on video. People need to see you. They need to hear you. And they need to feel you. And that's the thing. Video is the best way to connect with someone that right now, more so than ever, this world is craving connection and community and video is the best way to do that to bring people closer to you. Yeah, and we noticed that you you left Twitter out of, of that conversation. Yeah, you know, I still can't figure Twitter out, um, and I don't really want to. Um, it's funny. If I want to find something out newsworthy-wise, like if like Instagram is shut down or Facebook is blacked out, I'll go over there and see what's trending. So I use Twitter more for finding things out I do post on there and I, I have like 4,000 followers. I, I don't get it, don't understand it. But I also feel that it's a very, uh, it's a scroll and troll type platform where there's not a ton of engaging going on as far as getting on a Zoom or getting on a phone call. If, it, if I'm on a platform and it's not doing one of those two things, I'm not going to use it um, often. Yeah, Ricky Gervais says it's like reading every bathroom wall in the world. It is. Uh, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much trash for the most part. So, um, again, let everybody know how to get in touch with you and, and how to book you and, and find out about your books, drop your books as well. Yeah. So um, the easiest way um, is to go to my website, www.scotterron.net. Um, that's where you can get my, both of my books. Uh, the first book was... Uh, it's, they're both actually bestsellers now, which is really awesome. The LinkedIn book for network marketing. And the most recent one is called the network marketing Academy. Um, but you can also listen to my podcast, find out about all my coaching, but I'm very omnipresent on social media as well. Facebook and LinkedIn under Scott Aaron and on Instagram, it's at Scott Aaron LinkedIn. And so Scott, what's some of the best advice you've ever received? I've received a lot of really good uh, advice in my life, but I would say probably the biggest piece of advice that I ever got came from um, my dad when, uh, when I was growing up. And he just said, no matter what happens in your life, never give up on your dreams. And, and, I, and I feel that, and, and that really translated very well with me because what I realized in life 
is that there are millions of ways of how to succeed and there's only one way to fail and that's to quit. So I, I knew, and I still know to this day, as long as I don't quit, my dreams will continue to become my reality the way they are now. And anything else you want to leave with the audience? Uh, just anything we didn't catch up on or anything else that you would like to say final words? Yeah. So I, I want everyone to understand that now more than ever, people are requiring coaching, not because it, it needs to be an expense, but I think where what's going on right now with this pandemic, people need to understand that there's a, a door of opportunity that's been opened for all of us. The, 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 the universe is telling us it's, it's time to shift. It's time to create. And I'm going to leave you with this. What you guys need to think about is creating your pick and axe product. So if you think about the gold rush in the early 1900s, what did people do? They flooded to the West Coast to, the, to get gold in the Nar Hills, right? Yeah. But who actually made all the money during the gold rush? It wasn't the people digging for gold. It was the people selling the pick and axes to everyone that was looking for gold. So what you have to realize, each and every one of us has a pick and axe product that could absolutely help so many people but you have to take that gift from outside of you. You need to bring it to the world. Now is the time to go all in. If you let that scarcity mindset dictate how you feel right now, you are going to let that scarcity mindset dictate things when they do settle down. And here's the truth. We don't know what is going to come from all of right. this. We can't predict the future. I don't care how many scientists, how many forensics, how many Business minds out there are making all these quote unquote predictions. They are called predictions. They are not positives. So the more that we focus on each and every day, taking it one day at a time, moving forward, whether it's a millimeter or a mile, you will all achieve all your goals. Well, Scott, we appreciate you being on the show. We got to have you back, man. You got to come back and hang out. We'll get into some more of the story. Absolutely. Would love to. And, you know, obviously just grateful and honored to be here and and again, thanks for taking time on this good Friday. And, and I hope uh, you and I made it a great Friday for people that were listening. We hope so. I, I know certainly from my side, I, I had a ball. Too. It, was, it was fantastic. Learned a, a tremendous amount. Uh, next week, we're going to have David Osborne on. David is the author of a New York Times bestseller, Wealth Can't Wait, and so much more. You, you're going to have to tune in to, to David. He's got a tremendous story. Uh, we got an opportunity to meet through a gentleman by the name of Rock Thomas, who we had on the show uh, not too long ago, he's got 100 million views on Goldcast. So uh, we've got some really, really powerful people coming up, just like Scott here. Uh, reach out to Scott. Let him know that you heard about him on the, on the Work-Life Balance. And we can't wait to talk to you next Friday, right here this Friday, or in next Friday on the Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Rick Morris. We'll talk to you again next Friday. Thank you for joining us this week. The Work-Life Balance with Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now that the weekend is here, it's time to rethink your priorities and enjoy it. We'll see you on our next show.